0: You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your sassy source for lifestyle advice, wellness tips, and pop culture dish. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and holistic hustler here to help you get your shit together and laugh through all the chaos of life in your 20s. If you're not doing so already, go and give me a follow at JustPlainZach for really funny Instagram stories, probably of my neighbors, adorable memes, and really cute selfies. This week's drink of the week is a Dry Farm Wines Rosé because uh, they have a brand new special dedicated rosé subscription and I'm like sign me up for that. It is my favorite hangover free wine and I know it'll be yours too. So go give it a try at dryfarmwines.com/daxiack. Go and order yours. So I was peeing about 5 minutes ago and I was thinking about like how therapeutic it is to pee when you're like rushing and you're like cuz I I was on I'm a little late into the studio today and my Uber driver was like on total cruise control and he's like we're going to get there like 5 minutes early and I'm like perfect. And then we got here like 15 minutes late and I'm like homie, we need to get with it. All the cars are passing us on the freeway and so i had my heartbeat moment where i was like oh i hate being late and the anxiety of it and then i just went to pee and i'm like wow this is so therapeutic like why am i investing in therapy like i should just be peeing all day long um that was not my original intro which is okay because i decided to wing it because you know i just had therapy in the bathroom but um that was a perfect segue for, for my guest today. He's currently on tour promoting his new album, Remedy, and Peen is my remedy. So please <laughs> welcome country music artist, Justin Fabus. How you doing? How you doing, Justin? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. How you been? I haven't seen you in a minute. I know. It's been, what, six months maybe? Or... Yeah, it's been March. Yeah. Okay. It's good so to see you. Good to see you, too. Congrats on the new album. Thank you. Thank Congrats you. on the tour. It's very kind of you. Um, you have to answer my icebreaker questions. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, first one. Where did you grow up, and what part of the world are you currently living in right
1: now? I grew up in Pittsburgh in a small town called Dormont, and I am I'm, I still reside in Pittsburgh, but I'm all over the place with my tour, so yeah. that's where I call home, yeah. How many cities have you done so far? Oh Geez, I think like almost 30. Wow. Yeah, and we're I think we're going to hit like over 50
0: by the end of the year. That's exciting. Yeah. Uh, what's one word your mother would use to describe you? Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy
1: in what way? Uh, All different ways. Mm. Uh, you know, I go to extremes,
0: to, to put it that way. That's good. Yeah. I mean, going to extremes is always, it pushes you out of your comfort zone. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, give me a fun fact. What's one thing about you people would not expect? Uh, I'm kind of like a neat freak.
1: I shower like two, three times a day. Really? I do. Why? Yeah. I don't know. I just, uh, you know. It just makes me like gets me going for my day, interesting, yeah, yeah, like two to three times, like two. my uh my ritual before Make a show is clean. like I have to shower before the show, and okay, you know, sometimes that's not you can't do it because we're on the road, you know you're in a fifteen passenger van with four other smelly guys, yeah, you, know, and sometimes you don't have that capability, so you throw some water on your face and you go do your thing, so you are very clean, I tried to be, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, what is your drink of choice, whiskey?
0: whiskey yeah Just neat rocks a little bit of water splash of water some ice yeah okay i like that um if you had to be reincarnated as a kardashian which one would it be oh jeez. uh i think
1: i'd be kim kim why kim yeah you know uh i have a lot of respect for her you know right now going to law school you know wanting to be an attorney you know the things that she's doing with the prison reform and everything like that i mean I don't think she gets the credit she
0: deserves, for sure. No, I think she's really had quite the evolution in her career. I mean, for the past decade, like, she's kept pretty relevant.
1: Absolutely. You know, I think everybody, you know, kind of bags on her because of the whole sex tape, but... I think if anybody had an opportunity to get famous <laughs> and make the money she's doing, they'd do a sex tape. So I think it's all bullshit.
0: That is how you do a sex
1: tape, right? Right, exactly. And all the people that didn't do it right, they should take that.
0: <laughs> Are we going to be seeing Justin Faber's sex tape in the near future?
1: Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs>
0: Do like a screech sex, like the screech sex tape from Saved by the Bell. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> um, but didn't he like come out with his own sex toy from that?
1: Something like it, but supposedly it wasn't him. Like it was like a body Where double. Where did he go? Oh
0: god, yeah. He not like disappeared. He's not been around in a minute. No, not or at if all. he is. I haven't heard from him. I'm going to get bad tweets from him now. <laughs> <Yeah. pro laughs> start to haze me. So we got to we connected, I think, via Twitter and we met at the poker celebrity poker tournament back in March with Donnie and Jenny. Yeah. Um. You have since or I would say prior to that, you were on tour with New Kids, weren't you? Yeah, you I, 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 the opened,
1: uh, I opened the show in Pittsburgh, which was unbelievable, you know, to play in front of almost 20,000 people in your hometown. It's, uh, you know. People say how it takes your breath away when you step out on that stage, and, you know, you hear things like that, and it's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, but it's true. Yeah. You know, I've, I've played shows in front of, like, four or 5,000 people, but to go in front of that many people in an arena in your hometown. How many people was it? It's like, almost 20,000 people. Wow. Yeah. I mean, like, it was – I think the show's almost sold out, if not sold out, and, you know, to play an arena is, is an amazing feat in, in its own, but to play your hometown arena – um, you know, to have that opportunity, you know, I, I can't speak highly enough for Donnie and, and the guys in the band. I mean, they treated me like royalty. They treated me like I was a part of the tour. How did you connect with the band? Uh, well, m- after we did the um, uh, the poker tournament, me and Tony, uh, you know, exchanged numbers and, and um, you know, just kind of were keeping in touch. And, and it was thrown out there like, hey, you know, what do you think about doing this? And, and uh, his people contacted me like the day before the show. Wow. And it's like, hey, you know, Donnie would like you to do your version of two in the morning uh, at the arena if you'd like to. And it's like, is that a trick question? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> You're like, of course I'll do it. How to cancel your uh, dinner plans for the yeah, night.
1: Exactly. And it was definitely nerve wracking. You know, I remember going in and, and uh, sound checking and, um, and I was sound checking and I was sound checking the song and uh, with the sound crew and everybody. And I felt like someone like standing behind me. While I was singing and I was, uh-huh. I, I turn around after the song and it was Donnie Wahlberg, you know what I mean, standing there like watching and he's eating a bag of beef jerky and just like, Hey, you want some you know, just so nonchalant. That's like awesome. he's just you know, he is he's just he's one of the kindest souls in the world. I mean, he's just such a down to earth great person, you know, I can't be I'm I'm blessed to be able to, you know, say that I know him.
0: Yeah, absolutely. How did you do at the poker tournament? Did you you, you didn't make it very far? No, I and and I. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I wouldn't have made it far either. You know, like I I played poker like you know
1: once in a blue moon, but I blame it on like all the whiskeys that, that that they were feeding me. You know, what I mean? oh the, yeah, it was like every time like I had a half a glass, someone came with a new one. So uh, yeah, yeah, but I, they you know, weren't ready. Yeah, I I was more there to you know support the cause, obviously, uh Generation Rescue, and and, and obviously just to have a good time and. And um, it was just a great time, you know, meeting great people like you and, you know, uh, so many blockheads and, you know, everybody with, with, with the cause. It was it was a great night.
0: Aren't they, like, so awesome, the blockheads? I had blockheads emailing me, and they're like, can you make sure that we're sitting at Justin's table? <laughs> I have them DMing me still on Instagram, and they're like, Justin's playing in Los Angeles. Do you want to come up and meet up, and we'll do, like, a, a group thing? It's so awesome, the community that they've built. Yeah, they're so uh, welcoming. I mean, I, I wouldn't have
1: probably gone on that stage in Pittsburgh if it wasn't for them getting behind that that cover that I did, and, and you know, that community is so... You know, they've welcomed me with open arms and and what I love about them is they're, they're straight up. They'll tell you if it sucks. Yeah. You know, if you piss them off, they'll tell you like, hey, oh, we yeah. don't like this. Fuck off. Give them a few drinks and they'll really. Yeah, tell you exactly. How it is. So, you know, that was a little nerve wracking <laughs> going up on stage in front of 20,000 blockheads. You know, you don't want to screw up the song. Yeah. You know? So uh, for them to, to to welcome me in and, and welcome my version, like country version of a new kid song. You know, I can't thank them enough. They're they're amazing. So I have so much love for them.
0: I love it. So you're currently on tour. You're back from hell tour. Yeah. So what were you doing in in hell? I heard they have good <laughs> drinks there.
1: Yeah, they definitely have. It's very <laughs> Uh
0: Last year was just a, just,
1: you know, it started off great. The album came out, the album did well, it charted and, you know, I did a tour for that. But then halfway through the year, you know, I split up with, with my management and my manager. And he was like family to me for six, seven years and it was an ugly breakup. It was, you know, we almost went through a whole legal thing and then, my mother was diagnosed with, with pancreatic cancer and she ended up passing away in November and it it was like hell, you know, and, and I was getting out of a, a really terrible, um, just, just toxic relationship. And, and it was just one thing after another. So it felt like hell. And, you know, you know, I thought about taking some time off. I've never taken time off. I've been doing this my whole life and touring every year and doing, you know, shows one after the other. And it it just kind of hit me. Maybe it's time to take a step back. And, uh, but I end up not doing that because it, yeah, I thought it would just make things worse, you yeah. know if you're not keeping yourself busy, and uh you know it just uh it was it was definitely definitely a crazy you know helpful year, and uh you know got through it, and here we are.
0: Do you regret not taking time off I or do. do you
1: feel like it helped you process things at the time? I felt like, oh, just keep going, keep going, keep going, mm-hmm. but now I'm feeling it um. And I'll be honest; like, you know, I deal with really bad depression. It's been kicking my ass lately, and it's there's nothing worse than being on the road when you have depression because you don't feel at home when you're on the road as yeah. it is, and you know, be in a different hotel room every night or an Airbnb every it's other lonely. night. Yeah, it's very lonely. And even though the guys in the band, you know, they have their own thing, and and it and it can fuck with you. It can fuck with your head, and it, when you're already dealing with depression, and then adding that on. Um, to answer your question, like. I'm regretting now that I didn't take time off because it's like overwhelming me now Mm -hmm. because it, I didn't take time to grieve. You know, I, I, my manager was kind of like, you know, I lost my father at the age of three to to suicide. And so having this manager for six and seven years, he was like father figure to me. So to lose that and then get out of a, just a terrible, terrible uh, relationship with my ex uh, to a point where she was going through like like, she would she, God, she's gonna kill me if she has this. But uh, <laughs> to hell with us, she's an ex reason, right? Um, yes. She she would post things on uh-huh. social media you about know, like, you, yeah, like personal things. You know what I mean? Just like you know, personal text messages and trash wow. me. Why? And And uh, you know, I I don't know. I, I get you know angry. Yeah, angry, and, you and did her that bad. I, I don't know. No, I don't think so. I, I really I don't think I did it that bad at all. Uh but it was just I know,
0: she sounds pretty upset. Yeah, she she
1: was very upset. So Sounds like you were responding to DMs. <laughs> no, that's one thing I was saying. No, that was not it. But uh yeah, unfortunately she was uh it was it was just really ugly. You know what I mean? Just yeah. posting things I don't know, I I have no respect for people that go out and air their dirty laundry on social media. Yeah. I, I agree. mean there's just especially if you love somebody yeah if you love somebody and you care for somebody how do you go out there and just blast them
0: yeah there's a way to be honest and there's a way to be vulnerable and candid with the people that follow you or in your community or in your group of friends um without like tarnishing or trying to tarnish somebody else's reputation or like dragging them through the mud in your catharsis right
1: right and i felt like it was very um you know manipulative and 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 I don't know, evil to a point. I mean, if you have a problem, just take it up with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? We were together for so many years. There's this common bond. There's this supposed love. Yeah. You know, you you should just, what do you need to put me, put it out there for? You yeah. know, and, and no matter what you do, whether it was, you know, whether you cheat or whether you lie or steal or whatever, you know, I'm never going to bad mouth you. Yeah. Because, you know, I had love for you.
0: Do you work that into your songs? Yeah,
1: absolutely. You know, my songs are very therapeutic. And, uh, you know, I definitely write about, I'll never write songs like, you know, people always say, oh, you're from the city of Pittsburgh. How are you a country artist? It doesn't work. (laughs) And I'm like, well, it does work. You obviously just don't understand that. You know, country music isn't about like, you know, riding tractors and sitting on tailgates and drinking beer all the time. Yeah. I don't do that. So I'm never going to write about that. If I wrote about that, I'd look like a complete asshole. Yeah. Because it's not you. Right. And today's, I think, at least my opinion, like, you know, people, fans of music, when you listen to music, you can tell, you know, you can tell it in people's voices. You can tell if it's real or if it's fake. Yeah. So if I went out there singing a song about bailing hay and doing all those you know those stereotypical country things which there's nothing wrong with that you know that that's amazing living but it's just not what i do yeah you know what i mean so i'm not gonna write about that i'm gonna write about love gained or love lost and you know you know feeling like shit you know which
0: i think is much more re- relatable everyone's like loved somebody and had their heart right. broken not exactly. everyone you know chews tobacco and shovels hey is that what you do in pittsburgh I yeah don't know. <laughs>
1: exactly and and unfortunately like You know, I tell people all the time, my life isn't sunshine and rainbows. Yeah. It's never going to be, and I understand that. So I'm never going to write happy songs. I mean, like, I might write love songs because I fell in love. You know, I recently got engaged. Congrats. Thank you, thank you. And it's just like, you know, right now, like, it sucks because I should be the happiest time of my life, but my depression's kicking my ass. So I'm writing songs about you know, some dark times and I'm writing songs about being engaged. So it's, you know, we'll see how the next album (laughs) comes (laughs) (laughs)
0: up. Sounds like an Adele hit. Yeah, exactly. Um, So what do you do to work through your depression, especially since you're on the road? See, like, like that's the hard part is like, and I try to, I mean, I've probably struggled with like minor bouts of depression, but like I struggle to, um, I try to empathize with people that really do have debilitating depression, depression or or anxiety. And I'm trying to understand, like, how do you cope with it? Because it's like it's not something that you can just hide from the world from, even though I can imagine that's what it feels like. And when you have to be in public and you have to be performing, how do you balance, you know, treating your depression while also meeting the expectations of your fans? Well, it's definitely an
1: ongoing battle. I
0: will say this: like I don't sleep much, like Mm -hmm. I sleep maybe one
1: or two hours a night. Wow, and when I do sleep, it's like you're not in that like heavy REM. Yeah. So I feel like I'm constantly fighting during the night. Uh, so that that obviously makes your depression worse. But you you bring up a good point. It's like you know you got to be on all the time. Mm-hmm. You know you got to go out and you got to do shows, and you know people pay hard earned money to come to my shows. They take time off of work. They 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 make it events. Sometimes people tell me you know hey like I'm so busy. I have my kids. I have my family. Like. We see you're coming to town and we see your shows coming. So that's like our big night for the month. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. So if I wake up feeling real depressed, it's not like I can be like, well, I'm just going to take the night off. Yeah, Yeah, I can't do that. I can't do that. Uh, So it's an everyday battle. I mean, uh, I don't at the time, I'm not on like medication. I just don't I don't believe in it. Do
0: you have strategies or like? you know, rituals that you do to kind of help you get into the headspace of going on stage? Yeah, I do. I mean, I, I
1: try to, you know, just, you know, take a deep breath, take time for myself. Uh, but again, that's hard when you're sharing, you know, a 15-passenger van with other guys. You're sharing, yeah. you, you know, a hotel room. Sometimes you sh- you share a hotel room, one hotel room with four other guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not luxury. <laughs> you know, we don't have tour buses yet. We don't, ha- you know, it's like we're not staying in suites. Um so it's hard. I mean, here I am in LA and, and I'm kicking, you know, my depression's kicking my ass and I sh- it should be, you know, it's beautiful out here. So that helps, you know, it's like the weather's beautiful. uh. But, you know, it's just, it's, it's definitely a battle every day. And there are some times, you know, you go out there and, you know, you should, I should stay away from drinking whiskey, mm-hmm. but, you know, cause that just makes things worse. Yeah. But I don't, you know, I drink whiskey. I'd be lying if I didn't tell you I dabbled in drugs, mm-hmm. you know, and, like there's times where you do cocaine you know, just to get through the night. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I'm not ashamed of what I've done or what I'm doing or, you know, it's just, this is my life. This is who I am. I'm never going to pretend to be someone I'm not.
0: Yeah, and I think that vulnerability is what people respect and they like. And that's what makes good music is being able to kind of, own your own sure. your journey and put it out there and hopefully it's relatable to people which i think you know in your case it really it really can be
1: yeah absolutely And my fiance recently told me like you know all you do is listen to sad songs as well like i relate <laughs> to that you know what i mean like i don't wake up in the morning and and put casey in the sunshine band on or something like that you know i wake up in the morning and I'll, I'll put on you know like aaron lewis or i'll put on you know some some billy joel or something like that it's just you know You know, she loves all like the newer stuff that's on, you know, like on the radio, you know, Maroon 5, and they're great. I love them too, but it's like, I don't relate to that stuff. You know what I mean? I don't relate to songs like called Sugar or something like that. You know what I mean? I relate to songs called Whiskey and You. you (laughs) Yeah. So
0: (laughs) it's just like a good night. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, All right, you guys, if you have not done so already, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to my sexy radio voice and Justin's sexy radio voice. (laughs) Um, Justin, what's your favorite emoji? Uh, the winky face, the winky face. Okay. So if you're listening to this right now and you like Justin Fabus, then leave a winky face in a review <laughs> on iTunes or again, wherever you're listening to it, but if you're not listening to it on iTunes, then I just, I can't relate. Um, leave that emoji right now and I'll shout you out on next week's show. Justin Fabus, are you ready to play some games? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So we're going to kick things off with a round of would you rather a la Cosmo? Okay. So okay. I have some, would you rather? These are about dating. Okay. okay, okay, okay. I mean, you're engaged, but I feel like a lot of my audience is single and they could use your your insight and wisdom. I don't yeah. know how much these questions are going to give them insight and wisdom, but it'll be fun to listen to your answers. Yeah, I
1: mean, trust me, I've, I've made a lot of wrongs when i <laughs> dated. So I mean, my, my fiance so far the best thing I've ever done. So yeah. how long have you guys been together? Uh, we've been together like eight or nine months. So we got engaged pretty quick. Yeah. So, and, uh, we've been only engaged for about a month now, but, uh, I tell her all the time she's slumming. I mean, (laughs) she's like, kind of like the uptown girl. I'm like the downtown guy, but, uh, she, she, uh, I've never, you know, she kind of restores my faith for sure. I've, I've always struggled with, with faith and, and things like that, but, uh, I've never met somebody who has been so loyal. I mean, to, deal with my shit you know yeah. my depression my cocaine my, my my whiskey whatever you know everybody has faults and all everybody does but um she she literally just picks me up so i can't you know i can't complain at all i'm, I'm very blessed and and uh you know she definitely restores my faith and and everything in love and Cause I really didn't believe in love for the longest time. Cause yeah. it's like you know, you hear you, you would hear people say like, "Oh, when you meet the one, you meet the one." I'm like, oh, "That's bullshit." And fucking you know, yeah. yeah, I'm so tired of that shit. You know, what I mean, like, oh, you know, you just you'll you'll stop everything, and it's like, you know, everybody p- pretends like you know when they meet the one, it's sunshine and rainbows. Like when when it's not, you yeah. know. I mean, she met me. You know, what I mean, she saw you know this you know person that was struggling, and and she didn't run from that. Like yeah. you know, and most people. You know, like my exes will tell you that, like, oh, I'm an addict, or I'm I'm an alcoholic, or I'm a I'm a narcissist, or yeah. you know, I mean, she saw those things and just said, okay, I want to help you. Instead of mm-hmm. running away, she kind of ran towards me. Yeah, and I pushed her away and pushed her away numerous times, and and uh, it she just kept coming back, and I'm like, man, what is wrong with this person? <laughs> you know, what I mean, like, what is wrong with this woman? There has to be something wrong with her. Uh, and I'm not gonna lie, like it's it freaked me out. Yeah, because when you're in terrible previous relationships you feel like that's all you're worth yeah and that's all you can deal with i think people can relate to that like when you get treated like shit for 10 years it's like okay well i deserve shit yeah you know and then when someone comes along shows that you your worth shows your worth and like is just amazing and beautiful not only on the outside but like more on the inside mm-hmm. it's like what is this it's like someone giving you a, a case of like money yeah. If I gave you like a suitcase of money, what's you're the gonna catch? You're going to what's the catch? Yeah. Am I going to take this It's going to blow up in my face? Yep. You and then you're on guard cuz you're, you're like at the shooter drop. It. Yeah, exactly. And that that you know, that fucks up the relationship too cuz mm-hmm. you're always kind of like okay, don't don't get too close. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this is going great. This 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 is too good to be true. Yeah. So you, so that that deters the, the the relationship as well. You know, and then throw like having, you know, having a partner that deals with depression. Yeah. And you know, okay. deals with
0: you have to alcohol. find somebody that's how you know when you found the the right yeah. somebody is when they're willing to put up with your shit because exactly. we all got shit yeah
1: and, and, and I can't like you know believe that saying even more that, that you know it's like find someone who loves you on your worst days See, you, you know that's so
0: true that's what we need to add to like dating apps and like tinder and stuff is like all your shit and then yeah they can, like they can you to relate decide, to this yeah, shit can yeah. you relate to this shit are yeah. you willing to put up with this shit and then right. if you are swipe right
1: yeah and I will say like I've never I never did like tinder dating sites like that before so i've never
0: this was an in real life connection yeah
1: again which kind of freaked me out even more where did you guys meet uh she uh used to be um an assistant district attorney in in, in pittsburgh and now she she is uh an anchor for core tv uh but i was doing a benefit show uh when i don't know if you remember uh the, the tree of life in, in pittsburgh uh got you know there was um you know a terrible shooting and there was people who mm-hmm. shot at the at this church uh, and I did a benefit for the police officers and 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 the community, and uh, we met through that. And uh, it was right after uh, my mom passed, so I was in a really deep spot. Yeah, you know. And 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 at the time she was um, working for the news station in Pittsburgh, so I she we met, and I thought she just wanted to like interview me for the show. Yeah, and she was like, "Oh, let's meet she was at like, like
0: No, I want you to meet you in my bedroom."
1: <laughs> She's
0: like, "Let's meet at like ten thirty at night at four," oh, and I'm oh. like.
1: I'm like, wait a minute, 10:30 at night. I'm like, okay. Maybe she's just like a like a night person. I know? was
0: gonna I was gonna tell you, let's meet at 10:30 at night to tape this interview. <laughs> yeah, and there
1: you go. So I, I, when we met, I was like, and then she showed up. I was like, hmm,
0: I think this is a date.
1: Oh, you know, and it just and it you know we went off from there, and you know, and you know, here we are, I'm engaged. <laughs> I love it, babies. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Soon. Yeah. Yeah, maybe next year or two. OK, I'm my worry with that is like I don't want to you know, I, I grew up without a father. Yeah. So I want to do everything that that I, you know, I want to make sure I provide exactly. And I want to do everything that I didn't have as a, as a kid growing up. So uh, I don't want to be on the road constantly. Yeah. Again, like if, if I was a big name like Luke Bryan or something and I had a tour bus where it could fit kids you and stuff like family, it, It'd be yeah. a whole different story. But I don't want to be absentee father. Yeah. So it's something you definitely have to wrestle with.
0: All right, Justin Fabius, are you ready to play Would You Rather? I am. Okay, would you rather forget your date's name one hour into the date or accidentally call them by your mom or dad's name?
1: Uh, I'd rather call them by my mom or dad's name, because you can cover that up more. Because okay. you, you can be like, oh, you know, you remind me of a mother, you know, that's how beautiful you are.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I don't know if she wants to think you're sexually attracted to your mother, <laughs> but... You can just be like, oh, I was just thinking of my mom. She's, you know, had a rough day. And yeah. Like, oh, you, you can you play care that about off. your mom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like,
1: oh, you know, I love my mother so much. Like, you have such qu- good qualities as her. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I respect you so much. You, you can go. play that off big time. Yeah. I'm terrible with names anyway, so I'd probably screw the name <laughs> uh,
0: Would you rather find out someone you really like hates dogs or find out they cheated on their most recent ex?
1: I'd probably go with the dogs because once a cheater, always a cheater. Mm.
0: Are you She's a dog been, person? Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm a dog. Yeah, my fiance has a cat, mm. you know, and it's, I'm, it's, I'm still getting warmed up about it because it like <laughs> jumps on your chest in the middle of the night. It does. Uh, you know.
0: Would you rather on every first date have hiccups the whole time or fart midway through and your date notices and says something? No, oh, hiccups for sure. Yeah, that's embarrassing it's on the really first date. Like, that's an, that's a deal breaker. Yeah, for sure. Um, would you rather fall in love with someone who's allergic to all of your favorite foods or fall in love with someone who makes embarrassing dad jokes at every restaurant?
1: Oh, God. <laughs> I'd probably go with, like, allergic to favorite foods. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm lactose intolerant. how allergic they are.
1: Yeah. Like I'm lactose intolerant. So I'm like allergic to dairy. Mm. So I can't eat pizza and anything like that. So you go dairy,
0: non-dairy pizza. Yeah.
1: I do the vegan pizza, which is amazing. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, I'd, I'd go with that one. Yeah, for sure.
0: Okay. Would you rather on a first date run into your most recent ex or run into both of your parents? That's not that bad.
1: Yeah, you, I'd running your run parents. into my yeah, parents yeah, for sure. There's nothing more awkward running into like an ex or like an like an ex's sibling or something like that.
0: Especially if, like, if it's like a blind date or like a Tinder date where like they don't match their photos and you're yeah. like, holy shit, and this you look like a huge douchebag. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Everybody wants to. I don't care what anybody says. You know, this is going <laughs> to sound so vain. I don't give a shit. It's called no filter for a reason, right? No filter. Everybody wants to to to, to give one up the next one. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like everybody wants to, you know.
0: Yeah, not unless you know, my upgrade. date is smoking hot so yeah, I want to run into an Exactly. Uh would you rather have, a, uh, have to wear a Halloween costume on every first date for the next 3 years or be banned from dating for the next year?
1: No, i go with the Halloween costume.
0: You can make it fun. Really? You can make it sexy for sure. You could make it sexy. I think I would want to be banned from dating for a year. And that's not a bad thing either. So you can just focus you on know, yourself. You know that's how Jenny got Donnie. No, I didn't know that. She she did not go on a single date for an entire year. Really? And Donnie was her first date after that sabbatical.
1: What made her do that, though? Like, was it just shitty dates in the past? Yeah, I think too many shitty
0: guys that she was, you know, or too many not so great guys that she was seeing. And there's a lot of shitty guys and girls out there. Oh, yeah. I mean... It, that can make
1: you depressed especially all when
0: you're in yeah especially in entertainment like then you date a bunch of narcissists and it's not cute
1: right and then you, what's terrible about it is you never know if like okay do they like me for me or do they like me for the
0: check mark next to my name that too okay would you rather go on a date with a really hot person who only speaks pig latin or go on a date with someone and realize they look just like your first cousin oh shit <laughs> <laughs> that one sounded easy until you get to the second part yeah um I mean, looks fade,
1: you know, so, but if it looks like my first cousin, uh, yeah, you got to go with the pig Latin.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know how that would work though. You can't really have a conversation with somebody that only speaks pig Latin. Who the hell only speaks pig Latin? That's a stupid question. um, Yeah.
1: That's, that's rough.
0: Okay. Would you rather snort every time you laugh on a first date or share an intimate first kiss after eating a salad with onion, garlic, and blue cheese?
1: No, I go with the snorting. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That could be
0: cute, right? Yeah.
1: I mean, like, that whole kiss with a you know, bad taste, that could that could ruin things.
0: Yeah. Uh, would you rather have three flavored condoms fall out of your wallet <laughs> on a first date or knock your entire drink into your date's lap twice? Ooh. Oh, God. I'm notorious for knocking drinks down. I would go the drink route. Why? You don't like flavored
1: condoms? I've never done flavored <laughs> condoms, no.
0: They just seem weird. Like, why would you want a flavored condom? I don't know how that works. I mean, I guess... I guess for people that are giving, like, condom blowjobs, but, like...
1: Yeah, the, I don't under... Yeah. And they're usually probably weird colors and weird scents and...
0: Yeah, I don't... No no dice for me. Mm-mm.
1: Yeah, that just sounds... That just sounds fucking weird.
0: Uh, would you rather go on a date with someone who can't eat anything before they've posted it on Instagram or go on a date with someone who live tweets the entire date? I've done that before, actually. I've, live I, tweet.
1: I went on a date and someone was, someone was like live Snapchatting me.
0: That's and awkward.
1: Uh, yeah, and we were eating dinner, and she kept pulling out her phone. I was like, okay, well, again, maybe she's texting some dude. I don't know, but uh, you know, she was just like moving it around, and I so I finally was like, hey, you know what are you doing? She said like, oh, I'm Snapchatting my friends. I'm like, what are you Snapchatting? And like, oh, I'm just Snapchatting us, like eating and you and. I was That's like, tough. oh.
0: And it was a first date. It was a first date. See, that's so
1: Right. So I excused myself. I was like, oh, I'm going to use the restroom and you left. pay the tab and uh. I left. I mean, well, at uh, at that's least you just you the tab. That's yeah, nice. I, mean, I don't want to be a huge dick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be that would give her something to fucking Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God knows what she Snapchat after that, but yeah, that's just uh Yeah, I hate you know, I'm just very happy that I'm I'm past that. Do you like Snapchat? I do like Snapchat. I mean, um
0: I feel like I only thought people like the only people that use Snapchat are like my my sixteen year old sister <laughs> and like people that send naughty photos to each other. Yeah,
1: I use it like I have like a like a like a group where it's like a family. So okay. like I get like snaps of my nephews and stuff like that. Okay, that's you know? cute. Yeah, but besides that, no, I don't use it. I did you a know? Snapchat dating show did you it was brutal i think i just saw that yeah. yeah how was it brutal like what does that mean brutal like in one way tell me
0: <laughs> you have to watch it um it was just it was mortifying because like you had to swap phone you had to go on a blind date and then midway through the date you had to swap phones and they had to go through your phone oh, and no. i was paired with the biggest douchebag so they went through your phone yeah like live on the air letter. like your dirty on pictures the big, and everything. giant screen yeah really yeah Oh, and I took, mortified. I took some photos cause I had ju- I was working out and I was like, Ooh, just out of the shower. Sure, yeah. I took some photos Faxing. for myself yeah. for myself. I didn't like any of them, deleted them. And but I didn't still realize, I deleted. didn't realize that's a thing. I didn't realize you have a recently deleted. You didn't know that. I did not uh, know that no. until I was on the show and he's going through my phone and the first thing he goes to is the recently deleted album. And I was like, what the, what, when, did, uh, man. when was Apple going to tell me this was <laughs> a thing? Well,
1: at least it was a learning lesson. Now that you always take terrible pictures, you can just delete them
0: right away uh, but uh, i mean if at least if they were good ones i wouldn't have minded but no, like no. well maybe well maybe you thought they were bad but maybe he thought they were good he did not no, uh, yeah, no. he did not, not no man. he it's like i would give you a five out of ten really yeah what a bastard live on the show i was it was i'm telling you it was brutal you have to watch it oh, i'm, I'm going have to now <laughs> okay let's close out the show with a fun game of last thing okay you're going to have want to have your phone ready. Yeah. We're going to go through the last time you did a rapid fire of quick questions of the last time you did each of these things. Okay. Okay. Uh, last person you texted and what did it say?
1: Uh, I texted my fiance that I loved her. Oh, that's so
0: sweet. Uh, last thing you
1: looked up on your phone. Uh facebook something like i'm having trouble posting on facebook because of the non-discrimination policy Who yeah you like, are you tr-
0: discriminating against? no they,
1: i guess it's something new you have to like accept it and they won't let oh. you like post things and i'm like for some reason my phone like is not letting me hit like accept so.
0: <laughs> i didn't even know that was a thing yeah it's are you sure it's not like one ass. of those fake things where like facebook probably is, is going to share all of your photos yeah i'm probably getting hacked as we speak yeah uh last time you got laid
1: <laughs> uh Last weekend when I was in Atlanta with my fiance.
0: Oh, so it's been a minute. Been, yeah, it has. Last thing you tweeted? Are you a big tweeter?
1: Yeah, I, lo- I I prefer Twitter over all the social medias. So I I tweeted about the show last night.
0: Nice. Last DM you received?
1: uh I think from you. Oh, yeah. It was one of your workout. Pits. One
0: of my naughty pics. <laughs> I loved it. Um, last time you got really hungover.
1: Jeez. Oh, um, like how hungover? Like. Head in a toilet, hungover.
0: Yeah, like just bad. Probably like last week. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, where can people go to keep up with you and your tour, Justin
1: Fabus? Uh, JustinFabus Um, My handle on social media is at the Justin Fabus. I know it
0: sounds uh, very vain, but mm. Justin Fabus was taken. So. The Justin yeah. Fabus. I love it. And your new album is called Remedy, right? It is. Yeah. And everyone needs to go buy it. It's available where? It's available everywhere itunes spotify
1: wherever you can download music get his heartbreak songs now yeah exactly make you want to jump off a bridge uh
0: thank you guys for listening to hashtag no filter with zach peter everyone needs to go and check out justin's justin's back from hell tour he's on it right now he just came back from hell and he's ready for you to chill him out <laughs> get his debut album revenue which is available right now and keep up with justin at the justin Favors on instagram and be sure to follow him on twitter because he likes to tweet and he wants you to slide into his dms probably not anymore because he has a fiance so i take that line back <laughs> but we're not going to edit it out because it's hashtag no filter you can follow me at just Plain zach and catch up with hashtag no Filter with Zach Peter every Monday and Wednesday on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Luminary, all the places. So go and follow. Give us a five star review because I love validation. And yeah, don't forget to check out the new season of Adulting, which is airing right now. You can listen to that on all podcast platforms as well. And until next time, I'm going to go binge Justin's album Remedy right now on iTunes. Okay, bye.